This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to Jesters of Ravenloft, where a group of comedians tried to escape the horrors of the mists. The troop left Protection Town and set off toward the barren hills. Del got her phone out and shared photos of them all in happier times, and Euro connected again with Shadow Nemesis by reminiscing about what changes more bizarre sketches until they arrived at the Nameless Graveyard. Coming upon a church, they investigated the strange statues atop it, and when Tyler discovered that those stone gargoyles were cursed that would come alive at night, Shadow Nemesis smashed their heads off. But the sun is setting and they've yet to explore inside the building. Have they done enough to ensure their safety tonight? I doubt it. <laughs> Dr. Deputy soars down into the darkness inside the church, hunting for foes as the sun goes down. And you have this terrifying moment, Shadow Nemesis, where there is no response from the dark until you just hear a voice coming through speakers go, It's cool down here! <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I turn I, I turn my voice to the where everybody else is and I go like big voice and then I say uh, uh, hey it's uh, it's great in there doesn't look like there's anything in there I'm gonna go in see you inside and then I, I want to like scuttle in after him great so Shadow Nemesis is climbing down into the church with that announcement would everybody else join him inside yeah I got nothing to lose yeah. I think yeah. I would yeah yeah. So the three of you make your way inside through the front door. Shadow Nemesis, you make your way down from the roof, and Rumple Foreskin unhooks themselves from the carriage and follows you in, while your brave sentry rat remains outside, Dell, keeping an eye in case there are any threats. Perfect. And you all end up inside a church. The inside is not nearly as ruined or as creepy as the rest. You can see the pews are still seemingly well-maintained, not rotted by time. Uh, they're still made of a lacquered wood. There are beautiful mosaics on the floor, and there are a collection of candles, uh, votive candles, still spread around and on the altar at the center. For you, New Rogue, you can see that there are symbols of Ezra on the walls. Oh, hey, folks, I think this might be a church of life. Take a look at the Ezra. <laughs> and Dell, this is the moment that your cell phone that came with you from Edinburgh dings. Huh. Oh, what was I, that sound? <laughs> it's my my. It's my phone. I like pull out my phone and look at it. Is it a text or? You see that the bars are already gone, but there is a single text that has come <gasps> through, and as you open it up. You see that it is a text from Ryan, your <gasps> friend that you reach out to in the real world, that just says, Happy Thanksgiving, Dell. Wherever you are, I miss you. Oh, oh. I can't even make words, but I turn it and I show it to Tyler. Oh, man. And that's oh, when you God. realize that today is Thanksgiving, oh. which is a very important day for all of wet change, one that you've become very emotionally attached to as a group. Dell, 
Why does everybody care about Thanksgiving and wet change? Thanksgiving, because everyone is Canadians. American <laughs> Thanksgiving is the time where we all hang out because I make everybody food. <laughs> so we usually do a chill time and food and hang out because I have free. And so I can actually focus on having some free time. And I, and I usually invite everybody to just hang out and eat food or like go to Chuck E. Cheese or something. Do you have that in Canada? We do. Yeah, yeah. there we yeah. do. Yeah. I don't know. And they would be open on Thanksgiving, American there we go. Thanksgiving. We, we usually hang out and have food at Chuck E. Cheese every Thanksgiving. So you know that Thanksgiving has been a time where no matter what is going on with this group, no matter what mm -hmm. the battles are, it is a time to gather, to eat, and to play games and bring everyone together. Mm-hmm. You've got this church. You've got a comfortable place to stay. Dare you try to have a Thanksgiving? What do you say to the group as this idea runs through your head, Del? Oh, yeah. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy, and, happy Thanksgiving, Del. And I, and I pull out, <laughs> because I'm like, I'm just feeling it right now. I pull out the reality blade, and I'm going to use one of my level two spells to cast Phantasmal Force. And it's, let's see, how how big can it be? <laughs> oh, uh, I guess I can only afflict one target with it, though, which is unfortunate. But regardless, I guess it's, I guess it's for Tyler, then. <laughs> what's, what's the spell? What are you trying to do? I want to use my spell slot of Phantasmal Force to just make a big image of something, so make something look different. Mm -hmm. So I basically just want to quickly make the inside of, like, one wall of the church look like Chuck E. Cheese. Like, you can't really interact with it because it's going to be invisible, <laughs> but it can look like it. It can make sound. Wonderful. It's I will say <laughs> you make the front alcove of the church where the altar is uh, in that section. It looks like a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> and you turn the pew in the front row into uh, or you turn the, the altar itself into a table that you could all approach to either eat around or gather around or or connect over. And you all realize that this is Thanksgiving. This is a day of thanks. This is a day of connection, except for New Rogue, who only knows the words Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks all the givings. And you've, you've missed so much of reality that you all have this brief, brief couple of moments to, to go and try to find something to bring to this group Thanksgiving, whether it be food, whether it be a gift, whether it be a game. Can you all roll me initiative? Initiative. I want to find out what order you're, we're going to do this in. I have ten. Uh, nine. Seven. Total of nineteen. <laughs> Damn. Shadow Nemesis. Thanksgiving spirit is strong with him. <laughs> the American Thanksgiving spirit. <laughs> yes. I as prefer it. <laughs> Shadow Nemesis disappears immediately, uh, as do Tyler and New Rogue. Del, would you explain Thanksgiving to Dr. Deputy and Rumple Foreskin, or would you just go to collect something for this little Thanksgiving? No, this is perfect, because the only thing I was thinking to collect would just be my deck of cards, so I could do card games, so we could maybe play some card games. And I have that on my person, so while everybody scatter, I can explain Thanksgiving to to the people who have not experienced it before. <laughs> okay, so like, what's Thanksgiving? And the robot's chest opens up. It's just like, yeah, what do we gotta do? <laughs> well, pretty much, 
Thanksgiving. There's there's long sorted historical and all kinds of things. But like our Thanksgiving is about just being thankful for having friends and having some time to express that and share some good food and downtimes where we don't, you know, have to think about stressful stuff. So, I mean, I'm glad there's no gargoyles attacking because that would kind of put a damper on Thanksgiving. But so I'm thankful to you, Rumple Foreskin, for being such a good friend and for us meeting. And I'm thankful that you're not dead, Dr. Deputy. I'm glad you're still with us. Ah, thank you. Uh, yeah, that's really nice. But what everybody seems to be going to get something. Uh, what what kind of stuff do we get? Just something thank, thankful? I, I guess just something that we can either share or play or eat when any of the above all work. Okay, okay. And Rumple Foreskin heads off to do the same, as does the Dr. Deputy. All right. Up first, Shadow Nemesis. You're lightning fast and you're clever like a fox. Uh, what are you <laughs> looking for in this graveyard to contribute to the group Thanksgiving? Uh, okay. I guess my first question would be, um, if the gargoyles come to life at night, do the pieces of them turn into flesh? So, like, does the little head I have, is it now just like a dead head? I mean, normally I would say roll perception, but you look at the head and it's still stone. So, no. Mm, that's a bummer. I was hoping it would come to life. Um, <laughs> just destroyed oh. a church. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I want to decorate the head then, because that could be like the little centerpiece for the table. So okay. I want to find, uh, I was going to make it a horn of plenty and shove its mouth full of brains, but uh, I guess that can't happen. Um, Jesus. But, but um, okay, so I'll look around the church. I'll go like, uh, I'll go, yeah, okay, let's, let's see if anything's in the basement. I'll go deep into the basement and find like Great. You spooky roll me, like, things to put on it. Can you roll me an investigation? To see what you find in the bottom of this church. Oh, man. That's negative one. All right. Danger sense? No, does that... <laughs> no, that does not help you. All There's right. no threat in the basement. Ooh, okay, good. Uh, well, I rolled a 15, so that means 14. 14. You go down into the basement to look for spooky things, and you find some gothic crosses and some spider webs you can spread across it as it goes, and some red candles that you could light that would drip wax that look something like blood. But Ooh. most importantly, you find two bottles of wine. Hey, all right. <laughs> all right, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, uh, kind of cork, uncork one bottle, take a couple swigs, see if it's still good. Roll me a d20. <laughs> No this modifier. Is, this is just okay. a luck roll. Let's see how good your luck is. Ten. Ten. It's a little salty, but it's just decent. You know what? Yeah, I'm not. I don't know good wine. Like Adam, the person. <laughs> I can drink, I've, I've drank. I've drank like wine. And like this isn't bad. And people have been like, "This is like vinegar. Like how are you drinking this?" <laughs> so I'll be like, "Yes, yeah, it's pretty good." All right. So I, I keep a bottle for me, and then I'll keep a bottle for everybody else, and uh, I'll, I'll grab some candles and uh i guess i don't have a lighter on me i guess i gotta bring it up all right so then i wanted to surprise them but i'll i'll, I'll bring my arts and crafts up and i'll like ask I'll, i i think new rogue has a lighter so i'll be like uh, uh ooh, he'll be there to help you in a minute but you oh, bring your stuff up mind. and you get ready for everybody to be there <laughs> okay uh, up next tyler what are you looking for um that's a good question um I am going to look for some food. 
of some kind. I'm going to try and find some food. Uh, and we're in a graveyard. We're in a church in a graveyard. So mm-hmm. that's going to be easy. Oh, uh, 100%. <laughs> uh, do you want to check around the church? Do you want to check in the little crypt keeper's cottage that's next door? Do you want to go out and search among the gravestones? What are you thinking? I think I'll check the crypt keeper's cottage. If that's where someone lives, lived. Oh, God. I hope we're not like, hey, we broke your gargoyles. Give us food. Um, uh, but I will... Uh, <laughs> I'll go to the cottage and kind of just rap on the door and see if anyone answers. If not, I'll see if I can let myself in. Uh, you knock on the door and there is no answer. Okay. Then, then you try the door and it creaks open. And in a flash, uh, a bunch of birds fly past you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> <sighs> like, really, like, just almost have a heart attack. Uh, and uh, uh, that's what kills me in Ravenloft is... Um, <laughs> cardiac arrest but it's a uh, scare. <laughs> yeah uh you make your way inside and you just see what looks like a a ruined kind of collapsed by age and time interior of a crypt keeper's cottage the windows are smashed in it's clear the birds probably came through there but you gave them a big opening and were yeah. a looming presence they had not anticipated uh furniture has been knocked over it's all wood in here you're not seeing any stone structures or anything like that this one's clearly not built nearly as it's not built to last nearly as long as the church itself and has fallen into disrepair, but there is a kitchen. There is a counter. There are a number of shelves. Uh, there are those kind of things. I guess I'll check the kitchen, any cabinets, uh, that kind of thing, um, drawers, but this does not bode well. I think I'll abandon this search pretty quickly if something doesn't jump out at me. Well, I don't want anything else to jump out at me, but, uh, if I don't find something, (laughs) Uh, do you want to roll an investigation or is there something else you would pitch that you would use to search this area? Uh, investigation, I think, makes the most sense. Great. Plus three. Total of 16. Total of 16. You are searching through and not finding much in terms of the yeah. the various shelves uh, or anything that would have lasted this long until you find one shelf in the corner. And when you open it up, you feel a tingle of magic on your hand that almost shocks you. It doesn't hurt you, but there's just a tingle mm-hmm. of that. And as you open it up, you feel a draft of cold, colder than the room around you. And you realize that you found a magical icebox. And as you open it up, there is one of the favorite foods of the whole group that has survived using this last trickle of magic that you released when you open the door. What is it? Uh, uh, favorite foods of the whole group? Just something you all like. Uh, it's, it's, it's pizza. <laughs> it's, Ravenloft has pizza? I will Cowabunga. say, uh, at, at first glance, you think that it is just a loaf of bread. And it's a kind of a bummer. Like, bread's better than nothing, but it's not, like, great. And then you pick the bread up, and you see that there's a tiny hole in the corner of the crust where a small bit of of red sauce has leaked out. And you you just give it a little squeeze, and you see a little bit of cheese extend, and you realize you have found a Ravenloft calzone. Oh, my (laughs) God. (laughs) I... I... Every... uh, Every, all of my preconceptions about this realm are being challenged in this moment. And <laughs> as I place it back in the icebox, is the icebox something that can be moved or is it like affixed to where it is? Roll me a strength check. It's actually not a bad roll. Um, strength, just straight strength you're looking for? Uh, you could add your saving throw or you could do an athletics if you'd prefer. 
No. Athletics. Um, uh, that's a total of uh, 16. 16. You can close it up and haul it out like a box. It ends up being almost a foot locker in your hands with the calzone oh, outside wow. it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I'll, I'll just kind of like march that back up into the church. So uh, we've got a calzone and we have a piece of skull art. Dell, you've got a box of cards, so we already knew that one. Yep. Uh, New Rogue, you don't know what Thanksgiving is and didn't get an explanation other than everyone needs to bring something for it. So what are you looking for? <laughs> huh. Um, so I, I'm going to look for something possibly like related to the church. We, I saw Ezra stuff, so there might be some tomes or some special objects. You know, anything I can scour for uh, that I can give that might help aid this group. Um, I'm wondering... If I can use detect magic while I'm in here, because that allows me, if I'm to use that, it allows me to basically view a magic aura within 30 feet of me. If anything is imbued with magic, and yeah, I'd like to see if I could use that. That'd Great. Be, let's yeah. uh, let's use that. Uh, okay. I will combine that with your general travels through the church. Uh, if you could roll me either an investigation or a religion. This is just so that you can figure out how advantageously you're placing yourself within this large church to get the amount of area you'd get with your Identify Magic spell. I'm going to use a point of inspiration uh, for that. <laughs> oh, and I also have my stone of decent luck in my bag mm -hmm. of master pea powder so i'm adding that <laughs> on onto that uh, um so i'm going to use my religion that's going to be a 14 14 as you travel through this church trying to see if you can find tomes trying to see if you can find knowledge uh what you end up finding are two things you find a large sash and a smaller sash both of which are a white, beautiful linen cloth uh, lined through, almost interwoven with what looks like a silvery kind of metal. And at the center of each of them is a symbol of Ezra. Oh. And you realize if you look at them, one, you might be able to say, wear around your waist just to show your, your general loyalty. And the other could be put to use as a headband showing the symbol of Ezra at the front of it to make clear your allegiance as you travel. Oh, okay. Well, these are great for me, but I'm wondering if there's anything else I can find for the gang. They don't want to see me play dress up. They want stuff. <laughs> and that's when you keep looking and realize there's not just one little sash. There's one, two, three, four, five, six of them. It's a Thanksgiving miracle. <laughs> uh, bone horse. Um... Uh, ratty rat. Um, guys. <laughs> you realize look. everyone is inside, so you're, you're turning oh. around yelling names, but you're, 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 you're I'm they're, too they're back excited. at the, the altar, so you've got oh. to return to them. Let me see what your, your loyal friends managed to bring in. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Just, I, I'm rolling <laughs> for them, too. Okay. Ryan rolling for NPCs is absolutely my favorite. Rolling for <laughs> yeah. NPCs yeah. to contribute to your event. Yeah. Uh, and you all return to the altar. New Rogue, you are the last. Uh, you're, everybody else approached at the same time, and you were a second later yelling, guys, hey, as guys. you approach. <laughs> and I'm so excited. It's like it's if I knew what Christmas morning was, it's like that. <laughs> as far as you know, this is the best holiday is Thanksgiving. You don't know about Christmas yet. I got everybody costumes. They're sashes. Oh, yeah. Can you, oh. Cool. New Rogue, roll me 
a sleight of hand. Okay. <laughs> okay. That is a dirty 21. Whoa. Dirty 21. Ooh. You feel your hands just starting to singe the sashes and release them all onto the table safely oh. with <sighs> none of them destroyed or damaged in any way. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> everybody, you can put them around your head, your waist. That's it. <laughs> that, that's that's great, buddy. Uh, yeah, do you want me to cool. give you a hand with yours? Yes. Yeah. How sure. do you want to wear it? How do you want to wear it? I want I want it I want it across my chest, like diagonally okay. from the shoulder yeah, okay. to the belly. Okay. And I have okay. this little one, and I want you to wrap it around my forehead. Okay, you got it. All right. And Tyler helps New Rogue into his Ezra Thanksgiving best as everybody else decides how they are going to wear their headbands or sashes as Thanksgiving in Ravenloft is about to begin. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! You are all gathered around the table. New Rogue, you are dressed exactly as you wish to be. Rumple Foreskin ties the sash in a small a small loop, almost decoratively, so it dangles down off of some of their shoulder armor. So it Aww. won't get caught by flames in combat. It's worn almost like a favor from a, from a knightly lady Aww. being gifted uh, to a combatant. Uh, Dr. Deputy jams it into the mouth of the robot, so it's hanging out like a tongue. <laughs> How are the rest of you, Tyler, Shadow Nemesis, and Dell, all wearing your sashes or headbands of Ezra? Uh oh, I'm going to take the sash and take out my fancy bard hat and loop it around the top of the hat like another hat band. And then the mm -hmm. rest of the sash dangles. So now it's got like a long dangly coming out of the back of it. Well, very nice. Nice. Tyler? Uh, I'll wear a sash, uh, around my head, like a, like a headband, uh, because I think the cape that I have keeps me from like wrapping it like over my shoulder because then it catches the cape. So we're just going to put it over the head and have, uh, yeah, the, the, whatever slack is there just hang off the back as well. Very nice. Shadow nemesis. Now this is where you are in an interesting conflict because mm -hmm. I know you don't care for Ezra, but nope. right now. You do have a doll's maid costume that sort of looks like lacy underwear covering the brooch of number numbing on your helmet, which is, one might say, not that threatening. You could replace right. it with a tied headband, but it does have the symbol of Ezra on it. What do you do? Yeah, I think I, I, he hands it to me. I'm just like, huh, and I look at it and I see the symbol in my, in my eyes like, like they, they burn red at, at the hatred of the symbol, and, and I. But then I kind of look at New Rogue, and he has that like Christmas morning glee in his eyes, <laughs> and I'm kind of like, you know, I think maybe I could use this for the centerpiece, and instead I tie it on the the gargoyle head, and then I decorate <laughs> it with like blood wax and things like that. Wow. Oh, very creative. Then I, then I pull my impactful. arms grumpily and, and smoke comes out of my helmet. <laughs> <laughs> so the centerpiece has been put in place and New Rogue provided the outfits for everyone. Tyler, you have your Raven Loftian calzone. Yeah. Would you want to present this next or would you wait for Rumple Foreskin or Dr. Deputy or Dell to go? 
I think I'd wait. It's frozen, so it, it literally can wait, which is nice. <laughs> so yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll sit on this until we kind of get a sense of what it, what's going on for the spread and everything. And Rumple Foreskin looks at the room and goes, "So, is there like an order to this, or is it just kind of whoever goes goes?" Sounds right. like you're next. Sure. Okay. Uh, and they just reach into their torso with the head and slide out, and you just see one plate of armor that they had detached from their general barding. And inside it are a big collection of berries that have all been kind of piled up, but they've been heated and kind of jellified and sweetened by the fire inside Rumpelforskin's torso. And they set it on the table and say, I've heard that people like sweet things, so I took these berries and then kind of made them sweeter. Wow. That's wow. awesome. It looks delicious. You're yeah. the sweetest thing here, Rumple Forest Skin. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and then really the, leaning into that name. The, the doctor deputy opens up the robot body and jumps out and stands as a doll on the table and says, I tried to kill some birds, but I couldn't shoot the gun because they hadn't herded the party. So I got nothing. But well, I like you. Do you want, uh, oh, that's yeah, okay. I've got a tech deck. I've got a skateboard that is scaled conveniently to your size right now. Do you want to just like do some cool tricks on the table for us? Yeah, I'll do, I'll do a show for everybody. Give me that. Nothing ever there goes go. wrong when I do a show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll a die. God damn. 23. <laughs> he does the yeah! coolest wow! fucking show you've ever seen. You all get to snack on berries. He's just every move you ever thought you'd see from Tony Hawk. Any of those games, <laughs> that's what you're seeing. Like, you, all, all of you who who've played those games can see the score just through the oh, roof. Yeah. And at the end, go, he's like, go, go. Wow, that was pretty cool. I, I that did was that. Really cool. <laughs> wow. You're welcome. Thank you. That was great. Hey, uh, Tyler, I mean, I don't want to step on any toes here, but uh, I think he's making better use of that tech deck than you are. Maybe we yeah. could gift Dr. Deputy that tech deck. That that sounds fine to me. Yeah, that's. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, he has an aptitude for it. There you he go. He certainly buddy. does. I'm a tech deck in there. I'm not the only one who's proficient in sick tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Refer to my proficiency list on my sheet. Oh. <laughs> Tyler, everyone else has presented what they're giving to the group with Dell, I imagine, going last with it being a yeah. game. What are what are you providing? How are you going to drop it off? Uh, I think uh, uh, with us um, having our delicious sweet berry appetizer, uh, I'll uh, crack open this ice box and say, hey, guys, look, I found this in the, the caretaker shack outside. Uh, it's a fucking frozen, like, calzone. Hey. Like it's, there's like sauce and cheese in this. Well, let's let's throw that in Rumple and cook it up. Well, that's you know I was wondering like how are we going to make this happen? But Rumple, I mean, with that berry thing, are you? Is this? I I don't I don't know if it's rude to ask you this, but would you would you mind cooking this frozen pizza in your flaming rib cage? I mean, for anybody else, I'd say hell no. But for you guys. Let's cook a fucking calzone. <laughs> uh, and Rumple just takes the same armor plate with the berries that almost gives it a sweet sauce on the exterior. Ooh. And there are a few moments as this calzone cooks inside Rumple foreskin. Dell, you realize this is a good time as this calzone is baking to introduce whatever you're trying to do with your cards. What do you do? Yeah, I realize it's tough to play. Like I wish I had a other card deck, but I'm like, all right, 
Uh, let's do... We're going to play Go Fish, but we're going to go on teams since we don't have enough... You know, there's a lot of people. And also, New Rogue shouldn't touch the cards. So I guess maybe me and New Rogue and uh, Rumple Forsky when you're done cooking versus Shadow Nemesis, Dr. Deputy Tyler. We can just play some Go Fish. Sure, fun. that sounds great. Yeah, sure. Gold Fish. Okay. I won't be gold, able to shoot the fish unless it hurts anybody. Yeah. I'll, I think... I'll explain. <laughs> Uh, Del, can you roll me a performance? Sure. And and also the other thing that I was thinking of doing during this, this is not really matter, but one of my bard skills is that I have Song of Rest, which means that I, I do soothing music or oration to help when allies are resting. But in this case, I'm, I think I'm just keeping up the whole Chuck E. Cheese oh. vibe. Chuck E. Cheese is here. The oh, I forgot school. about that. But, I can't <laughs> remember. Like was it Chuck E. Cheese, cheese that used to have like the Jamboree Band or whatever? That was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You managed to keep the Jamboree Band active. Just playing Perfect. and strumming and singing away. All right. Performance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rolled a 12, which makes it a 19. <laughs> 19. Jeez. <Whoa>. Wow. <laughs> Uh, you actually explain the shit out of this game, and the doctor deputy gets it, which is a small miracle, <sighs> but he does. You have a game of Go Fish, so let's have a roll from each representative team. <gasps> oh. So I would say uh, New Rogue, as you are the spiritual heart of your team, unable to touch any of the cards, mm -hmm. we'll have you roll a d20. Okay. And then who wants to roll for the other team? Do you want to roll, Adam? Uh, sure. Put, just, put just that a dice tower to work? Yeah, yeah put that dice yeah. tower to work. Just yeah. a straight D20. This is just a luck check. Uh, that is a lucky 13. 18. <gasps> All right. So the first round goes to Team New Rogue. Let's My both fish. roll again. We're going to yes! do best of three. Okay, Tyler, you you're, you do this one. Okay. Del, would you like to do this one? or? Sure. I'm, I'm fine with you rolling them all. All right. <laughs> I believe. I believe in New Rogue. Beginner's luck. Okay. Yeah. You want me yeah. to go? Okay. You, 12. Do you want me to go? Yeah. 11. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Another round to Team New Rogue. It's just time. edged us out. It's time for the, the three of three. Let's see if there's just a little bit of joy in there for the other team. Some redemption Del, for us, Adam. The fish you are going. <laughs> you are a go fish natural. Okay. Can I try to, like, interfere with their cards somehow? Can I cheat? Uh, yeah, can you roll me a sleight of hand? We'll let okay. you try to cheat. I want to I want to win. Uh, oh, my sleight of hand's like, plus three. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's eight. Okay, he rolled so poorly that, Dell, because this is your deck of cards and you have practiced your close-up magic, you know he's trying to cheat, but he's failing at cheating. Mm-hmm. Do you cheat to let him win or yes. do you make the game fair? No, I, I cheat to let him win one so that we oh, don't yeah. wipe the floor with them. I help him <laughs> cheat. <laughs> Great. Del, can you roll me a sleight of hand? And New Rogue, can you roll me a perception? That is a... Oh, I'm going to use an inspiration. No! Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. You're right. 
It's a game of cards. He's gonna be like like boulders are falling out of him. Like, shut up, waste it. No, no, use it. Use it. The only reason you're not using it is because everybody got metagamey. Nah, use it, baby. Yeah, you do what you oh, want. Oh, that sucks. Okay, that was worthless. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's a seven. <gasps> I rolled a That's ten. Of the game. Okay, New Rogue is unaware that you <gasps> oh. cheated on Shadow yes. Nemesis, perhaps. So it seems like a fair game to your team. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, I caught all the fishes this round. Yeah. I'm glad Aww. everybody got a little bit of fishing in. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Uh, good game, Shadow Nemesis. Yes, good game. And that win. Well, do we keep playing for like a? Oh, nope, the calzone's done three. now. Uh, and oh, thank pulls out uh, the calzone, yep. and you all begin to feast, experiencing something akin to pizza in this hellish realm. And after you've all eaten this food to the sounds of the jamboree band lit by a grotesque, horrifying-looking gargoyle skull, <laughs> with just Dr. Deputy just starting to juggle a tech deck somehow. He's wow. only got one of them, but he's just throwing <laughs> it back and forth with his doll body. You realize it is time for each of you to say what you were thankful for. Who would like to go first? Uh, okay, I'll go first. Um, <clears throat> gang, I'm, I'm thankful that you've um, all been so supportive uh, in all your individual ways. And I stare at, at Shadow Nemesis. Um, <laughs> I thank you for uh, being understanding and forgiving, and um, just making this new rogue feel like uh, the best rogue. And next to you, the doctor deputy sets down his tech deck. And he just says, I'm thankful for everybody helping me get a robot body and uh, for, like, not letting me stay dead. Most people just let Squire stay dead, and you didn't do that, and that makes you... Good evil. Evil evil good. Aww. Well said. I don't even know. And then you just watch this doctor deputy get confused about the idea of someone helping him <laughs> because he's thankful for it, but he can't figure out if that makes you evil or good. <laughs> and the next person over is Tyler. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm thankful for a lot right now, uh, just given how everything's been going for us. Uh, Definitely thankful for everyone at this table. I would not have made it like five steps into this crazy fucked up world if it weren't for you guys helping me out. So really, really thankful for each and every one of you. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna make it. We, we stick together, right? So thankful that we're, we're still together. And Rumple Foreskin leans in and says, and I'm thankful that all of you let me tag along. Frankly, bone horses, I mean, we either get ignored or we get kidnapped and forced to work for evil people. And then people kind of forget you over the centuries of forced servitude to evil. And instead, you all like talk to me like like just another person. And then I got to come with you to try to find my home. And that's a lot better than forced servitude forever. Uh, I don't know if I deserve you all, but I'm honored to be here. Oh, no. you definitely deserve. Yeah, yeah. Tell him, Del. Yeah, you definitely deserve to be here, and we all love and appreciate you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Del, it's your turn. Standing next yeah. to a very emotional bone horse. Yeah, I'm giving I'm giving little t bone horse sh shoulder pats to the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little and, shoulder bone. 
And Rumple just leans a little bit into you. Uh, and yeah. you realize it's like, you know, it's like an animal leaning in for like sign of affection. Yeah. Well, I'm thankful for friends, old friends, new friends that we have now. And I am, I'm thankful that we're able to do this and have a little downtime. I'm thankful everybody's talking and I'm thankful that we're all alive and together. It's, it's really scary out there. It's scary in the normal world, but scarier here where there's lots of bad things. But I'm thankful that we're all sticking together and helping each other. Hmm. Yeah. And the camera pans over to Shadow Nemesis, who is the last to speak. What do you say? Uh, well, I am also thankful for a lot of things. Uh, first of all, I'm thankful for Shadow Master for allowing me to purge the weak atom from my system and allow the true Shadow Nemesis to burn bright like a thousand suns. Uh, oh, thank you so much. You're like definitely what I'm thankful for. Oh, he says he, says he was super thankful. Uh, I'm also thankful for... Dr. Deputy, because you are, of all my children, the best of the children. Uh, oh, I'm uh, Dr. Deputy for- almost falls over. He's so touched. <laughs> <laughs> Only the tech deck is keeping him up at this point. Yeah, see, I can say nice things sometimes. Uh, who else? Uh, oh, I like uh, I like the, the new car that we got. That's super fun. I can't mm. wait to try out the uh, all the guns on it. That'll be great. Oh, I'm also thankful for my gun. I'm a little confused <laughs> about the uh, if I get seven bullets in it or if there's six bullets and I got to add another bullet. But Can I- you roll me a perception? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Natural 20. It can hold six <laughs> rounds, so you got one more on your hip. Hey, I just solved it. I can hold six <laughs> rounds, and I have an extra one I'm going to keep on my hip. Um, ooh, I, uh, ooh, I'm also super thankful for uh, possibly the sexiest girlfriend a guy like me could ask for, <laughs> Lucretia Sanguine, who's just aces wait, across the board. Did you say wait, Sanguine? You said Sanguine? Hmm? Yes, Lucretia Sanguine. She's like the, Acer Sanguine? The the Dark Lord? Wait, who's that again? Who's the Dark the Lord guy of the that, Realm? We're the guy we're here to kill. That guy is gonna replace as the chosen one as the Dark Lord of this realm. Oh, is that the same guy? Shadow Nemesis, you have just learned that your girlfriend, Lucretia Sanguine, has the same last name as Acer Sanguine, the demon lord in charge of this realm. Oh, yeah. Ooh, hey, what do you think that means? I think it means that, like, how did she find you? Can she find you again? Like, uh, like I have so many questions about this woman I didn't want to know anything about before, by the way, because you were getting really weird about all the sex you had. But now, fuck, we need to know more, because she could be somehow related to the guy who's trying to kill us. Uh, I have, okay, I have a question Rogue, first. can you roll oh. me a perception? And then I will answer your question. Okay. <laughs> What's your question? I'll come back to the roll. Oh, just, if it's for me, not in world. Yes, yes. Great, uh, okay. I, I, was, I was just thinking, like, you know, is there a way I can contact her? Because if I left, I would have been like, hey, can I like, can I call you sometime? <laughs> like, is there some way I could like, you know, like a little like magic cell phone that I could reach out and or did she just like kick me out? And I'm like, all right, I'll see you later. Can you roll me a persuasion? Persuasion. OK. Retroactive persuasion. Oh, retroactive persuasion. 
Persuasion. You know what? All right, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use an inspiration. Okay, but you have perspiration, so roll me a d6. Oh man. Three. All right, you're rolling with disadvantage, so roll another d20 and let's see if it gets worse. That's a sweaty upsetty, baby. <laughs> oh, so disadvantage, eh? It, yeah. it got worse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess my uh, persuasion now is uh, seven. Seven. Uh, you asked her if there was a way to get in touch with her, and she was like, oh, I'll call you, and then shoved you out of the ethereal plane, back to the material plane. So you don't Talk officially you have a way to reach out. But, new road. What what did you roll for your perception? Uh, that's a natural 20, baby. <gasps> Whoa. A natural wow. 20. New Rogue, as this discussion is happening, you are the only person to look into the shadows of the Chuck E. Cheese and see a full mist-shaped person. They're shaped as a human figure, but they are made of mist flowing out of the floor. And they seem to be politely waiting, as though they were going to step in and give gifts but now the conversation is kind of turned sharply to the left, so they don't know what to do. Uh, uh, hey guys, um, folks, uh, people, yeah. friends, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 display with the with the the the, the rats and the group singing that are yeah, also animals. Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. There are creatures in there, and I think um, they're made of the mist gas. And uh, I think we got to turn our attention to that. There's as a creature, well. and you yeah. all. You all turn and look and see eyes all floating out of the shadows in the corner of the room watching. And you see a single human-sized humanoid figure made up of voluminous mist that is flowing out of the floor, flowing up into the body shape and then back out and merging down. And it steps towards you, Tyler, and it raises both of its mist hands that form a ball and it opens those hands. And when you look inside them, you see Ivan the bat. And he takes off and flies towards you and lands on your shoulder. He's like, hey, man, I feel like juice the fuck up. I, I, yeah, you were man, this is cool. destroyed again. Are, are you, I didn't summon you. What, how are you, how are you here? I don't know, man, but I think they like made me stronger and stuff. Check, check this out. And he flies down to your hands so that you can touch him. And as mm-hmm. you do, you feel that he is more solid, stronger oh. than he was before, more solidified and present in this realm instead of the celestial realm. And you realize that your gift from the Watchers for Thanksgiving is that Ivan now has five HP instead of one HP. Whoa. Whoa. Thanks, Watchers. Wow. I got Watchers. a note somewhere. And the mist figure turns to you, Dell, <gasps> and extends a hand. Towards you as though to shake. Oh, um, okay. I slowly put out a hand to shake him. Thanks for all the help, mists. And the moment your hand takes theirs, magic jolts through your body. And you can feel it travel through every blood vessel and artery through your whole form. And for a moment, you can feel your entire sanguinary system light up with magic. And you realize the mists have given you the ability... To blood summon ghosts. Whoa. What? <laughs> what? Wow. Which means 
You can suffer 1d4 damage if you are to sacrifice some of your blood through cutting your hand or releasing blood, Uh and it will let you commune with the ghosts that you have summoned to learn more about what is happening around you. So that will give you advantage on perception, investigation, history, or arcana checks if you are to make that sacrifice. Because with blood, you will be able to more directly commune with them than you would have been able to previously. Oh, my God. Shadow Nemesis. The mist figure turns to you and raises both hands, slowly moving them towards your face. Do you let it touch you? I I think when it first walked out, I like my hands on the gun. (laughs) But then when I I see it's like giving things, I'm like, okay. And then I take my hand off the gun. So I think I... I like my I have like little like red eyes, but they like just like close into like little slits and like just kind of like hope nothing bad happens. <laughs> and the mists, mist like hands, you just feel almost like a Coca-Cola cool zone. Just a little <gasps> spray of fine mist as they touch you. And you feel the magic of the mists flow through you, and you feel yourself grow slightly more charismatic. You could feel the power of your personality flowing through you. And you realize that your danger sense, which for now only applied to dexterity checks, will also apply to all charisma saving throws because your personality cannot be denied. Whoa. So it's charisma too? Uh, Yep. Dexterity or charisma checks from any danger you can see will now now allow for that. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Can I high five the mist? Roll me a sleight of hand. Okay. But, like, not aggressively, just in, in like, <laughs> joy. Well, that's a dirty 20. Oh. Dirty 20. You actually manage to high-five the mist, and you can't tell if the creature is actually interacting with you or not. You get the feeling that it probably isn't. It's just going through the motions for the watchers. But to everybody else, it looks like the mist was so cool and chill with you that, like, <laughs> everybody else is getting this, like, unholy engagement, and you just got, like, a chill high-five at the end. Wow. Yeah, cool, man, cool. I just, like, high-five him. Up, like, up high, down low, kind of like that thing, like a little, like, back mm-hmm. and forth, wow. like, slap, slap, yeah. Yep, and the mist turns <laughs> and moves back to Tyler. And it reaches out a hand towards your face, Tyler, and it touches you, and you feel the magic just reshape your body, and it feels more natural, and you have this brief moment of connection, and the rest of you look at Tyler, not big green-horned nightmare Tyler. He looks like regular Tyler. <gasps> and you realize the mists are giving you the ability to cast Disguise Self twice a day without Ooh. needing to use spell oh. slots. So for another, another time of day, you can be your old self or any other self you need to be instead of just the once. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I I do it right now. (laughs) They they use one of those for you. So you are are Tyler at this moment. And the mists turn and go to walk back into the Chuck E. Cheese. And New Rogue, you have this terrifying moment of worrying you've been forgotten. And then the mist figure turns back around like a little bit of like, yeah. Uh, And it comes over to you. Hey. (laughs) And it kneels down in front of you. And the figure's hands form a small gate over the ground, almost four feet high, and and as though it's a small doorway. And you just see the mist fill it. And you see them reach behind and just push forwards. And stumbling out of the mist is a small goat. What? 
Just a, <laughs> a small goat. It it steps out. It's gray and white in patches. It looks up at you and goes, and then it steps forwards and it nuzzles your hand. And you realize that you don't hurt it if you touch this goat. <gasps> oh, what? Oh, I'm going to give this thing so many belly rubs. Look, everybody. And the goat see, yeah. jumps up into your arms and is just all over you. It licks your face. You get to hug it. You get to touch it. You realize the mists have given you a pet. A mist goat, if you will. <gasps> Thank you, uh, mist watchers. Uh, I can touch something and oh. I don't kill it. And it's so cute. And it has weird eyes. <laughs> yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah. And the figure in the mist just fades back and the mist sinks into the ground with the gifts having been given on this Thanksgiving day. And you all watch New Rogue get to engage with a mist goat, actually able to touch something without it dying. And it's a beautiful, heartwarming moment for all of you. And that's when a voice echoes out through the church and says, I am thankful for many things, but most of all, that you have come into my church. And you turn and look and see the gargoyle's head has come to life Ooh. on the altar. And the voice says to you all, and now you die as a sacrifice to my glory. And from the ceiling in the hole at the top of the church, through the trap door where you had smashed the gargoyle bodies, a giant gargoyle body, headless, slams down onto the top of the altar and grabs the head and places it on and the King Gargoyle looks at all of you and says, And now I eat your bones. That's the end of this episode, listener. But next week, you could become a watcher and affect the Jester's adventures by joining our Twitch stream, which happens every Wednesday night at 8.30pm Eastern Time. That's Toronto time. If you join our Twitch chat, you can give the cast magical items, name NPCs, and decide the events that shape Ravenloft. So catch up on the story, follow Dum Dum Dice on Twitch, and join our weekly stream right away. Jesters of Ravenloft features the voices of players Tyler Hewitt, Del Borovic, Guy Bradford, and Adam McNamara, alongside Dungeon Master Ryan LaPlante. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Jesters of Ravenloft's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is Dark Mysterious Halloween Night by Sound Gallery by Dimitri Taras. And our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Cheeps by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, whose music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Now get out of here before the mist gets you too. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, 
Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L., Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is Yanni, and welcome to season two of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Calvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutant, a lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about Sinclair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Thank <laughs> you.